Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. It has been five million years since I've been here. I'm not going to lie, I almost just cut you off and did the intro myself because I'm too used to doing it at yeah, this point. It's been that long. It's been that long that I, I've not that I've not been the thing. It's only two weeks, but still like a long time. Well, it also doesn't help that I've been backlogging episodes of Anime Island up to mm -hmm. this point. Mm -hmm. So I'm used to like going through the intro by myself anyway. Mm -hmm. To the point to where the second I click record, I was getting ready to jump into it. Then you got it. And I was like, oh, thank oh, I remember what we're doing now. Okay, hold up. <laughs> I, have, I have a partner here. Yeah, that's right. I've I've completely forgotten. It's so good to have you back. The people aren't stuck with stupid anymore. <laughs> no, I enjoyed listening to oh, I just yeah, I'm good. I need to put things down. Um <laughs> You mean you listen to those nonsense episodes? I do. I do listen to you also to the solo. Can you tell it's been a while? Yep, I can. I can. Mm, my brain is just also uh, in the height of school right now. So brain is on retirement mode. <laughs> <laughs> brain is on school mode, not necessarily on, on podcast mode. mode. I get it. Yeah. And even then school mode is like running at 5%. Like I'm, uh, yeah, it's been a time. Um, yeah. Oh, something cute happened to me this week. Oh, what happened? Yeah, so uh, I've told you, I think I've told the you the the group, the community before, that there's a tiny little corner shop that's just like a half a block, a block away from, from my apartment. Mm -hmm. And I go there for like my bits and bobs every now yeah. and again. Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, it's run by a really, really sweet Asian family, immigrant family. They're really, really, really nice. Um, the kind of family where it's like the older, like the grandma, grandpa, people who run the store don't speak English, but then their adult children speak English, and then there's the little children that run around. Mm -hmm. Very, very cute, and they're great. And I go there, and I went there this week to get milk and other bits. And uh, I spent a little bit more than I normally do there because I wanted to get some frozen stuff. I bought some ice cream, you know. Um, and ice cream's expensive, which sucks, but it is. Ice cream is expensive. It's mm -hmm. so expensive. Yeah. Um, but I bought ice cream and then uh and then the lady at the cash register, um, she gives me some green tea pocky for free. Just just hands it to me and it's one of those things where you're like, wait, for me, really? Are you sure? And she goes, Yeah, 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 I have it. And she doesn't speak much English. And I'm like, Thank you. Those are really sweet. And I never had the green tea version before. But I yeah, she just gave it to me just for funsies. No, that's so sweet. Okay. Also, matcha pocky is the best. I haven't had the matcha. The the I've had I there are so there are so many flavors of Pocky. Mm-hmm. I like this, the best. I like the strawberry one as well. See, I've had the strawberry. I've had the cookies and cream. I've had all of them. Mm -hmm. Just matcha's the best. Good to know. But that's just how my brain works. Mm -hmm. I like how they're not super sweet. Like not even any of any of them are super sweet. They're quite neutral. Mm -hmm. I like them. Yeah, they're just a really good snack to have, especially mm -hmm. whenever you're watching anime, like food anime. Mm-hmm. Like especially Food Wars, like back whenever we were watching a lot of Food Wars, back whenever we were first getting this thing off the ground, mm -hmm. and it's just that's what I would snack on. Yeah, it makes sense. They're, they're the kind of thing chocolate can sometimes be um, like overwhelming to the palate. Like sometimes you mm -hmm. you can't have very much of it before you're like, I need like a drink or something else to like break up the palate, which I think is why people like chocolate covered fruit so much. Because like the fruit is so so refreshing in comparison to the intensity of chocolate, but yeah. pocky is pocky is very light on mm -hmm. that. 
And I mean, at this point, we all know how I am with sweets and that my body just does not like them. No, yeah, same. So Pocky's where it's at because mm-hmm. body actually likes that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you so, have any snacks to recommend to the podcast, the Brad and I, maybe we'll do a snack review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please just bear in mind that I am a vegetarian, so. And do not recommend me ketchup chips. <laughs> I already tried that one, guys. Yep, she has tried that. Did I ever tell you what I did with those? Uh, I think so. I, I use them that. on stream as yeah. like, uh, every time you give me a sub, mm. I'll eat a chip. Yeah. And then everybody will get to see my just befuddled reaction of eating a ketchup chip. <laughs> we'll have to get Pixels to send you some prawn cocktail crisps. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Sure. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. And What's uh, the worst that could happen? Worcestershire sauce as well. I think there's Worcestershire sauce crisps. I don't know if those were. Yeah, they're, they're a thing. Yeah. I can believe that. But also why? Um, because they're delicious. I know mm-hmm. here in Canada, they ha- they sold them for a while because Lay's and Walker's are the same company. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lay's here in Canada sometimes does limited edition British chips. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the flavors that they did was Worcestershire sauce. So in my head, they're limited edition, but I'm fairly certain they're just a consistent in the UK. But in my head, they're limited edition because it's like, oh, that's how they advertise here. But Oh, um, I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the salt and vinegar tastes different. The Walker salt and vinegar and the Lay's salt and vinegar taste different. Interesting, because yeah. I don't like salt and vinegar chips. No. I just don't like vinegar. It's too acidic. Mm. I love them, but I, I eat them with chocolate. <laughs> I could see that, because extremely so salty and sweet, like that's actually a really common mixture. I know a lot yeah. of people here in the States will, whenever they go to the theaters, they will get their popcorn layered with M&M's. Mm. That way you get salty and sweet kind of all mixed in together. Yeah, yeah. In the UK, they do sweet popcorn. Like, you can go to the to the cinema and you can either request them, put butter on it or sugar on it. You see, I could understand maybe doing like a caramel or something like that, but just straight sugar? Mm. I think it's sugar. I'm not sure. It's been a long time. Huh. Um, but Interesting. yeah, it's good. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, it's gone again. So... With you having been gone two weeks, mm. I do have something to say. Oh. Happy anniversary. Is it? It is. We've been it at this for a little over two years. <laughs> Such excite. Very excite. Now been... Kelly Clarkson running through my head as well. Since you've been gone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. But then also, there's another really important anniversary coming up. And what's that? My eight-year anniversary on Twitch. Ooh, that's a long-ass time, my guy. It It's a very long-ass time. And it's so weird to me to think about how long I've been on that damn platform. Mm. So, so strange. However, I'm not going to let this one go by uncelebrated. Yes, must be celebrate. So I'm doing probably... Well, I mean, it's definitely the biggest celebration I've ever done on the channel. But also... There's shenanigans. Oh. So I'm doing a subathon that could last at minimum eight hours to upwards of 24. Oh. So like every sub will take up the timer by like five minutes. But also there are tier rewards for this. Mm. Amongst them are things along the lines of me having to put glitter in my hair, glitter my beard. Nice. Wax my arms and legs. Fun. Walker has agreed to pie me in the face. Fun. Uh, One of these will probably make you cringe as much as it makes me cringe. Oh. 
got to go back and listen to old podcast episodes. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a... Mm-hmm. You have the, to skip up on me. You can only listen to yourself. Oh, no. Oh, I got to go back and find the first solo episode that I did by <laughs> yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's... Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but then... So there's also a Sailor Moon cosplay on mm. there as well that I'll have to do in the future. Cute. But the final tier on the subathon, should it be hit, is I have to shave my beard live on stream. <gasps> the one bit of identity that I have left. But you can't be a bard without your beard. I mean, the way I'm t- the way I'm putting it to myself is it'll grow back. That's true. But it it has already been brought to my attention that the I'm going to have to shave my beard. Hmm. Yeah, one of my best friends has already took it upon herself that as a one final fuck you from one of my best friends that passed away this year to me Mm -hmm. is to make me shave the one bit of identity I have left. Mm. She was like, so listen, um, you remember how Jess tried to talk you into doing your beard and glitter and ornaments and all that other stuff for Christmas? You're going to have to do that, then shave it. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) Oh. Why? Why you do this to me? <laughs> but I'm excited. Oh. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. You could shave it in segments, so then you could you could start. Or you could do like um, mutton chops and uh, and a goatee, and then you could shave it down to like a stash and mutton chops. You see, that's kind of what I was thinking about doing. <laughs> is like just doing it in chunks, like doing the bottom first, mm. and then like either get rid of the mustache or the actual like bits on my cheeks first and then work my way down the sides Mm. and just because again i gotta figure out some way to fill anywhere between eight hours to 24 hours worth of content end up on just neck beard i mean that's that's (laughs) highly probable at this point yeah yeah i say that that's actually not possible because i keep my neck shaved at all times How dare you have a well-maintained facial hair situation? How dare I try to look presentable in my everyday life? How rude. But also, having to research how to properly do a glitter beard has been interesting. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to use? Like Hair gel. Smart. Like hair gel, get a paintbrush, and then just kind of brush it in. Mm-hmm. That's was that's seemed to be like the biggest recommendation for like how to do it properly and get it to actually stick. Mm-hmm. Also, if I do that, that's the best way to keep me from getting glitter every fucking where. Yeah, you could also use like a, a damp sponge and then roll it into the beard, like press and roll. Oh, yeah, that is an option. Yeah, and the dampness will obviously keep the glitter on the sponge. Mm-hmm. So there's less less mess. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be an interesting time. I'm mm-hmm. both looking forward to it and also absolutely terrified because you know how long it's been since I've actually shaved. A long old time. It's been, pro- I haven't fully shaved since I've been back in Tennessee. Yeah. So it's been well over two years since I've actually shaved. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. I'm scared. It's it's funny you say that because I don't remember what my brother's chin looks like. <laughs> <laughs> my brother was, he was one of those guys that was just able to grow facial hair at a very young age. He was like mm-hmm. 13, 14 and started growing facial hair and it came in pretty thick and pretty heavy. And so his grad photos, he has a beard and he graduated at 16. Mm-hmm. So, I it's yeah been a decade since I've seen my brother's facial hair, so non facial head head f- head face <laughs> since I've seen his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get where you're going from. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know. 
I know he's got a scar under there because we've got matching chin scars. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a decade. Yeah. See, this is why, like, I would, huh, sometimes I really want to be able to grow a beard. Growing a beard's nice. You know how nice it yeah. is to not have to, like, put anything over your face in the winter whenever it's cold? My brother used to come home from walking from school mm-hmm. um, and he, in the winter, and his beard would have frozen from his breath. I can believe that. Yeah. It was he'd have little icicles hanging off his stash. But also, mm-hmm. free snacks. boobs do that too i mean okay valid valid i i forget that boobs are like the ultimate holders for extra snacks for meals yeah (laughs) but mine's just closer to my face that's true you can can you you can't reach i mean if you have a long tongue i definitely don't have that no however just you know like lift my beard up and then just peck like a chicken (laughs) like a chicken (laughs) God, what has this podcast evolved into? <laughs> uh, insanity. Insanity. I mean, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Everything is awesome. We haven't even discussed this week's what we're doing, what we're up to. Let me just say, hmm. I've been waiting to do this episode for a very long time. Yeah, like a whole two weeks. No, no. No, no. I've been telling <laughs> oh. you about this show for like three oh, months. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been yeah. able to shut up about this show in three months. You haven't been able to shut up in general. Oh, roasted. Let me go find the aloe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're talking about my dress up, darling, this week. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, you, God, finally, so you finally got me to watch the thing. You got me into a romance. So I actually got you into a romance. You kind of did. Like, I don't hate you for it. I, I feel like I almost started to, though. There was there were there were a few moments that did not get past the skip. Twenty centimeters. That I survived. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what it was. Oh, um, the love hotel. Excuse me. The ending situation of that, I squealed and just a couple skips. But like, it was adorable. I, it was, but also <sighs> a lot. There was a lot happening. It was my, adorable. I overloaded. Doesn't matter. It was adorable. And then, what else was there? There was, a, I think, there was one other moment. I think there was one other moment where I got a bit skip happy. But I will admit, I did start watching the thing early. I will say uh-huh. I didn't leave it to the last minute this week. Um, but then I binged the whole thing in one day. So, <laughs> so did you that. just binge it all last night? Whenever you I, were messaging me about it. Yeah. Uh. Well, I, I, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm like, I'm not, because we normally we we're supposed to record in the middle of the week, but like, that's just not been a thing. So we've kind of ended up recording on Saturday nights. Um, and uh, and so yeah, I started, I started, I was like, I'm gonna try and watch some earlier in the week, so I don't have to binge it all on Saturday. And uh, and then I was like, I'll just watch like two, like one or two episodes, two or three episodes, try and get a bit done. And um, then it was 2 a.m. and the series was over. Do, do you see why I cried? Kind of. I didn't. I wasn't, that was, I wasn't in a cry. Well, well, this definitely isn't like your type of show to get tears out of. I can see why. You, it was very sweet. Yeah, like just genuinely that, fuck it, we'll get into it. We got background to go over first. Mm-hmm. Before we start getting spoiler happy. Yes, we do. So... Anime is based off of a manga by Shinichi mm-hmm. Fukuda. It was published mm-hmm. by Square Enix. It is a sign-in 
and its run is from January 19th of 2018 to present for a total of nine volumes. The volumes mm-hmm. that are available in English as of right now are four. I've got three of them sitting on my shelf right now. Nice. I can't find volume three to save my life, and it pisses me the fuck off. No. And also the fact that people are scalping it on eBay for like $140 really pisses Woof. me the fuck off. Worth. Like, to the people that do that, you're fucking dirtbags. That's my one yeah. stance for the day. That's going to be my hot take. <laughs> that that just okay. makes me mad. I, I, I just want it. I just need to finish my collection. I already have volumes five and six pre-ordered. Mm. I just need volume three. Just give me another reprint, please. It's I'm begging you. here in Canada. If you can get it and mail it to me, I will love you forever. Yeah, I just found it on Chapters Indigo. Not that I don't um, already love you forever, but please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, uh, I will. Sc- I'll see if I can go there t- tomorrow because I'm going out shopping tomorrow. So if I find a chapters, I'll pop in and see if they have it in person. Sick, mm-hmm. big preach. Mm-hmm. All right, anime is directed by Keisuke Shinohara. Mm-hmm. It is done by Cloverworks. It is their first work in a long time, at least from the podcast eyes, that they have not fucked up. Yes, I would agree with that. <sighs> and it pleased me because I was so worried in the beginning. I was beyond mm. scared for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the original run was from January 19th or January 9th of 2022 to March 27th of 2022 for a total of 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it is rated a PG-13. Um, it is, uh, I think, uh, it's one of those ones where, again, if you're a parent, bear in mind the mental like maturity of your teenager because for a lot of 13 year olds this will be just fine but there is like some sexual jokes and stuff and content that might not be okay so you know your teenager best you know parental guidance (laughs) the pg (laughs) take into account the pg i would probably put like a subsequent like 16 plus on this one instead of a 13 yeah like 15 16 and up yeah i would say Um, i feel like 13 is a little bit young mm -hmm. but yeah yeah 15 16 yeah because there's part of me that's like ah 13 would be fine but then there's a couple scenes where i'm like yeah (laughs) yeah but also those scenes like there's a couple of times when in those scenes i'm not sure that a 13-year-old, depending on a 13-year-old, would even understand, and jokes might just go straight over their head. Mm-hmm. So it is one of those things of if you are a parent, it's only 12 episodes, I recommend you watch it first before you release it to the wild of your children. But also, everyone mm-hmm. should watch this show anyway. It deserves to be successful. It's a good show. It's a good show. Um, Yes, so uh, Anime Planet has it rated a 4.48 out of 5, did I? I wrote, I can't read my own, what is it? So basically an eight uh, yes. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. 8.76 out of 10. And my enemy list has it very much the same at 8.45 out of 10. The dropped rate is a 3.34%, which is, I'm expecting to change because it has been just so recently that it's finished. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but I think a 3.34 is, is very decent. Yeah, I can 100% see that because I can certainly see that the show is not for everyone, mm-hmm. but I can recommend it to anyone. Yeah. So 
quick, uh, I don't know whether I'm going to call it a disclaimer, but it's a discussion that I feel like needs to happen. And this isn't just something in the anime community. This is uh, just in entertainment in general. These characters are teenagers and are put into sexual sexual situations where um, they are expressing sexuality, all of this kind of situation. It's a conversation that needs to be had as to whether or not this is sexualizing children or if it is characters being empowered with their own sexuality whatever you want to talk about um in my mind this show seems to be more of the latter um like our main female lead is very kind of like self-expressive with her sexuality and stuff so it's not as uncomfortable as some other shows but I don't feel right to not have this conversation here when I have blatantly spoken about other animes that do sexualize minors so this is another one of those cases of like where does the line go and that's just an entertainment thing in general if you've seen euphoria or glee or whatever you know it happens in like all the time there are characters that are teenagers that are being sexualized so Hmm. you know i definitely think that this is done in a manner that is not like truly sexualizing teenagers in any way yeah because the way that everything is framed and done yeah like it's by no means a focal point of the show no and again this is very much just my opinion but that's kind of where i stand on it because you and i have had conversations like this in the past Mm -hmm. on the podcast and there are a lot of times where you and i will agree on a lot of stuff like that i.e violet evergarden and other stuff like that but this is one of those times to where it never crossed my mind to even think about that because of just the way that everything is framed yeah, yeah. Because it and seems I like a true coming of age yeah. story in a sense. Yeah, and I think that, I think, as I said before, I think it's kind of done in like the way that the female lead expresses sexuality. It's like her body, you know? So mm-hmm. she's like, she's feeling good in her own body as opposed to somebody projecting those ideas onto her mm-hmm. for the most part. And then our male lead is a very much more of a innocent kind of mindset and it's him dealing with his emotions towards her and his own levels of where he feels comfortable within his own level of sexuality as well mm-hmm. so you absolutely do get that coming of age vibe from it of the two of them figuring out um themselves and how they feel about each other it is a romance so that's not a spoiler and and their dynamic and also their boundaries it's a, it's a lot of like figure out where boundaries are and mm. then like learning them um which i thought was yeah i i think it's fine yeah but there's I've, there were a yeah. lot of opportunities where it could have slipped into a gray area mm-hmm. and it never crossed that line yeah to yeah, where I, I like i said it never crossed my mind like sitting here talking about it and actually like quote unquote critiquing it mm. I can definitely see to where some people might be able to make a point, but in my mm-hmm. opinion, I don't truly believe that there's a point to be made for that, considering how well done everything was and how well everything was handled. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, bear in mind there are panty shots and jiggle physics. Like, that's that's the way this, this anime is going to go. So, yep. um, yeah. Okay, so background, the synopsis main plot line is obviously our two main characters we have wakana gojo and marin kitagawa 
I can say words. Kitagawa-san. <laughs> Kitagawa-san. And they are kind of opposites in high school. They're they're very different from each other personality-wise. They end up getting to know each other and going on an adventure of cosplay, of um, learning more about it, of performing it, getting dressed up, and along the way, finding more about who they are as themselves and their relationship and dynamic with each other. And then we get a couple of friends along the way too. It is, yeah, it's, it's a mainly female cast, and but we also get some good Gramps moments. Um, and love Gramps. Yeah, yeah, love Gramps. So if that sounds like it's something that you would be interested in, if you like cosplay yourself, I definitely would give this one a recommend. And even if you're not super romancy like myself, there's some good levels of comedy throughout this where I think that, and I don't think the romance is too mushy. It gets a little mushy, but it's not too mushy. Um, so if you're more reluctant on the romance side of things like I am, I would still recommend giving this one a watch. Highly recommend. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler chicken hats. All right. So OP and ED, what'd you think? Oh, I forgot to say what they are. Um, OP is Sansan Days by Spira Spicer. Spicer, I think. And e- uh, ED is Koi no Yukue by Akari Akase. And I thought the OP was fine. ED was fine. OP I preferred. I definitely prefer the OP over the yeah. ED, but the animation on the ED is what really sold me on it. It was adorable. Mm-hmm. The I OP was absolutely just fantastically animated. Mm-hmm. But the ED, the music just fit the vibes really well. Like, it, it was a really nice note to end the episodes on. Mm-hmm. But then also, it's just adorable. And the characters, the way that they're animated in the ED, are so true to form to the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is gold. I like this. This is yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, both very good. Preferred the yes. OP, but both very good. Yeah. I think we also forgot to say that you can see this on uh, Funimation and Crunchyroll. Yes. Also, dub, fantastic. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah. The I've seen the sub twice and the dub once. I watched it through dub this time just to give my brain a break from subtitles. Mm-hmm. But also, Amelie does the voice of Marin and, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Good to know. Okay. Um. Yeah. Should we just should we go episode by episode, or are you feeling more of just talking about your favorite bits? Oh, uh, we can give like a general like overview, I guess. Like yeah. kind of the because every bit of this is linear. Yeah, that's true. This is we haven't really had. I mean, other than Attack on Titan, which we did very recently, but like I feel like most of the stuff that we've been covering recently hasn't been super linear. No, this is definitely one of the first ones in a while to where mm. everything has been linear but also there's no like true time frame for how linear it is either no wait yeah it seems to be over like one semester and then summer pretty much yeah yeah okay so we start off with awakana who is a hina doll taylor guy person um his his grandpa is they they run a shop he's an orphan he has no parents so he lives with his gramps and he really respects his grandpa and he really wants to be able to paint their faces of these dolls. But it's like a very prestigious, delicate art form where you have to have years of experience. And it's the kind of thing where like they say that um, a really good Hina doll maker can tell who has painted the faces by the eyebrows. Like it's such a signature thing. Um, I guess an equivalent for us 
I don't know if there's an equivalent for for us on. There's. I really don't think there is. Now, one thing I will say about this is the level of detail mm. that Fukuda put in to this episode or to this manga whenever they were mm. writing it. They went and shadowed an actual Hina doll maker. Like, and they watched how they did their craft and tried to replicate it as precisely as possible. So much mm. so to where whenever the manga came out, the doll maker that was shadowed said it was done just superbly. Mm. And so Cloverworks obviously followed that up really well with making it into the anime. It's almost shot for shot with the manga. That's good. Yeah. Like, everything is so well done for this. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know that. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I, I feel like I guess an equivalent would be like China doll makers, but those are so mass produced now as well. I feel mm-hmm. like the old original painters of them don't. I feel like you'd have to be in a very niche. I mean, I guess most Japanese people don't go around knowing a lot of information on Hina dolls, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the equivalent. Or you could equate it to fashion of like you can tell who a designer's clothes are by looking at the at the clothes. That one goes over my head, but sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'll, I still feel like even you, like, you know, red bottom shoes, right? If you see a girl wearing heels with red bottoms or like the LV. What? No. No. No, not at all. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Yeah. I feel like there's, that's kind of the equivalent of like having a signature and being so niche. Um, Anyway, so. He wants to paint these faces, and uh, when he was younger, this girl came up to him and said, that's a girl's thing, you're weird for playing with dolls. Um, which I think is a, that's a message that's kind of throughout this, of like, hey, you can do what you want to do. Like, like uh, Kitagawa is kind of more of the masculine energy throughout the show, and he's more of the feminine energy. Not that, like, they just in the way that they're, like, typically pr- portrayed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was definitely like a role reverse on your typical... Yeah like he's romance the quiet, type shy thing? one yeah she's boisterous and energy and energetic um she's more sexually like provocative advanced you know he's more reserved quiet it is kind of like the stereotypical role like the stereotypes but switched mm-hmm. and also just seeing the growth between the two mm-hmm. as well and like how both of them like slowly rub off on the other mm-hmm it's fantastic to see. Yeah, yeah. And so then they kind of like literally bump into each other. <laughs> There's a lot of cliches in this. Or, or she she bumps into his desk. Yeah. Um. And that kind of sparks like like knowledge of each other's existence until one day after school, um, he's in the home ec room, um, at the sewing machine because his home sewing machine has stopped working, and she sees, and then she decides to show him her cosplay that she's been making um and he tears it to shreds this man was offended by what she did yeah he looked at that piece of fabric and he was like you have destroyed this beautiful piece of fabric what have you done to this poor fabric with your awful hacking oh so great yeah um, and so she's miserable about it, but also completely enamored by the fact that he is so knowledgeable in this area that she really wants to know more about. Um, and so she asks him to make an outfit for her. And he says that he will do because uh, he has this uh, admiration for her of like doing something that she loves and ignoring what anybody else says about it. 
Um, and that's kind of how he's wanting to be with his heat adults is he wants to just not be self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the, our introduction to the show is, is this establishing scene. This, this, that's kind of the baseline. Yep. And then after that, we are immediately followed up with 20 centimeters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this entire episode is pretty much just him trying to take her measurements and freaking out about it. Yep. Um, yeah. And so uh, now we know far too much about the proportions of her body. Yep. And that was literally just a message I got from Blue was just I did, 20 yeah. centimeters. <laughs> I did send him that. Yeah. Also, we also learn more about the content of the, the, the cosplay that she's doing. Yes. Who who this girl is that she's cosplaying. And oh my god. <laughs> it's hentai. <laughs> like Uh yeah. Not only that, it's a hentai game. Yeah. It's like a visual novel or something. Like it's something like that. Also the fact that Gramps walks in on Gojo playing said hentai game. Yeah, for, he's doing it legitimately for research, trying to learn about her cosplay. But Gramps does oh poor Gramps, he throws his back out. It's a whole time. And he doesn't even actually throw his back out. Dude just collapses because he sees that, that Gojo has stockings and he thinks that Gojo's doing something weird. And uh, my favorite line from that was then his cousin was like, oh, he's a high school boy. It's normal for high school boys to have a couple of pairs of stockings. And I was just like, huh? I mean, good on them for like pushing yeah. boundaries, like identity Honestly, boundaries and stuff yeah, like that. Absolutely. Like That's fantastic. Absolutely. Like, have your stockings. I just wouldn't consider it to be, I like, I wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have been my response. No, it wouldn't have been mine either. But again, it. I don't, I, what are they doing? Are they, are the stockings for them? Are the stockings for, I'm curious about these stockings now. Cause I want to know what these, these high school boys are just having hordes of stockings for. Cause wearing stockings under trousers is very uncomfortable. It's nice in the mm-hmm. winter, but it's not a pleasant time. Yeah, so anyway, the game that they're playing is called Slippery <laughs> Girls Academy. Just gloss right over. Continue. Um, yeah. Uh, Sorry, my brain fried, and I was like, immediately, next bit. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it is. And it. Um, <laughs> another scene from that, um, when they're walking out of the cafe, <laughs> where it was, the- <laughs> and they started talking, he was like, and then he just started ejaculating everywhere, and I couldn't get him to stop. And she's like, I know, right? That scene is just everyone else is just looking at them like... What are they talking about? Yeah, the adults that are standing outside of the ramen place waiting to go in just lose their shit over these two young, like, high school age people that they assume are a couple talking about somebody just nonstop ejaculating. I was dying Uh, over that bit. And it's it's funny because he's talking about it. He's like, I couldn't get him to stop. Like, I didn't know what to do. And everyone's kind of expecting her to freak out. Like, what the hell are you talking about? But she's like, I know, right? And just jumps right into the conversation. And they're like, oh, my God, high schoolers are scary. Uh, high schoolers are big scary. Teenagers <laughs> scared the living shit out of me. But God, it was it was excellent. It was wonderful. Yes. But also yeah. learning, like, the amount of like detail cosplayers go into to actually create their own cosplays. Like we learn about wig color and Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a time. Yeah. I've done a couple cosplays, not just for myself, but for friends. And it takes a long time to do Mm. to get it right. And then this poor man has two weeks to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because of miscommunication, which is typical. Like I said, there's a lot of cliches here. This is one of them. Um, He has in the middle of exams, 
uh, with his grandpa having not staying at the house and in hospital all the time because he's thrown his back out. Um, and uh, and then with two weeks to do this this cosplay, he runs himself into the ground. And then there's a very sweet moment where he shows the the cosplay to her and it's finished. And then she just breaks down because she's like, I didn't mean to put that much stress on you. I'm so sorry. Like, mm. it wasn't my intention. I, I didn't, like, it was because of my miscommunication that you thought you had to get it done in two weeks. Mm. Yeah, it was it was very sweet. But also very just sweet. seeing the pure glee that she had whenever she finally put the outfit on. Yeah. Like, there's just something about that. Something about this show in general that made me feel just true and utter joy. Mm. I also want to commend the animators and the Magaka, um for the way that they made her able because like she was they were physically changing features of these characters like the cosplayers' bodies, their faces. They were using tape or whatever to change the eye shape. It's common mm-hmm. practice. Shaving off eyebrows, changing eye color with contact lenses. In real life, if a person does that, you can still tell that person is the same person. In mm-hmm. animation, that's a lot harder because they don't have like cheekbones and you know chin you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i mean there are some incredible makeup artists who you can't tell before and after they look like a completely different person but for the most part you can see that they're still the same person they were very very good at doing this in a way to where you could see that she was still the same character Mm -hmm. which i think was a very challenging thing to do it was. And then also with that being followed up with like actually going to the cosplay event and showing for one, like how actual conventions are and cosplay meetups mm-hmm. are with like everybody like grouping together and being interested in everybody's cosplay, but also mm-hmm. the level of detail that they put into with like the camera shots mm-hmm. and learning about all of that stuff and also how to prevent heat stroke whenever you're in a very hot outfit. Like this show does cosplaying and the amount of work. Mm-hmm. and cares and concerns that go into it so much justice yeah yeah i feel like there's a a lot of i mean not so, not so much now i feel like a lot of people understand now that cosplay is more than just getting dressed up like they understand that it's a real craft mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of time a lot of money um and uh a lot of effort in general Um, But I remember when I first started to cosplay, when I was a teenager, it was still very much seen, at least here in Canada, as just like dress up, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go cosplay at Animathon. And a lot of people were like, oh, you know, that's like, that's cool. Like, uh, what are you going to do? And I I would talk about it. And they're like, oh, my God, where are you buying your costume? And I'm like, I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm making it. Not that I have anything against people that buy them, but, you know. If you take that time to make your cosplay, it's it's a lot of time. It's a lot of money. It's not cheap. Uh, even if you're like, because for quite a few cosplays, you you go out and you'll find pieces that work, and then adapt them. So you've like you'll buy a, like a dress, and then you'll add on to the dress to tailor the dress to what you need. And that even takes time. And the dress itself in the beginning isn't expensive and then you is expensive and then you've got to alter it to make it work and then you're scared that you're gonna ruin it and it's a whole it's a whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And actually cosplay is the reason why I, I first dyed my hair fun colours. Oh hey, look at that. Yeah, yeah. So I had a, a a lot of I don't know, I've said it before on the podcast. Um I was a professional model from the ages of like 16 to like 19 
1920. And during that time, I was contracted and couldn't dye my hair a different color. So I, I had like a deep red hair. And that was the color of my hair for, for my modeling. I was contracted that way. If I wanted to change my hair color, I would have had to have changed my entire portfolio. It would have been a whole kerfuffle. So um, for all those years, I had my hair dyed one color. And then I ended my contract and quit modeling and then I was like oh, I'm gonna cosplay I'm gonna do some cosplay modeling and just do some fun and so I decided to cosplay as Nurse Joy and uh, because of that I needed pink hair so I went to my lovely stylist Janessa who we talk about all the time and uh, she dyed my hair pink and that was the beginning of every single color you could possibly imagine having been on my head mm-hmm. yeah quite literally every color sometimes all at once Sometimes all at once. Yeah, I've had rainbow hair on several occasions. Super fancy, though. Janessa does great work. Fantastic. This is Janessa is one of the is probably the main reason why I consider hairstylists to be artists, mm-hmm. and, um, and why you guys should too. If you check out her hair page on Instagram, you will understand why they are artists. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I am just constantly baffled by the amount of stuff that she can do like she Mm -hmm. is beyond talented at what she does yeah it's insane and the 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 chemical processes that she goes through because like obviously for me i have naturally fairly light colored hair um so it doesn't take very much to like bleach my hair to a very easy color to do anything you want to it my hair takes to bleach very well um and and so i can go from this kind of dirty blonde to a bleach blonde in one sitting um and uh, and that's very fortunate. But obviously, when you put on a dye onto a hair, especially a bright color, even if you use a color corrector or a color move- remover, there's usually a bit of dye left. Specifically for me, blue. For some reason, blue dye would not leave my hair. And blue is one of those ones that's supposed to wash out right away. But maybe it's my name. I don't know. It loved me. Blue dye would not leave my hair. So then, if she was doing like i don't know yellow and wanted that to go on top of the blue it would turn green right so she had to like color correct while dyeing whilst toning whilst using chemicals that could possibly that does damage the hair and like all so much science added in the mix like i just grabbed paint and put it on a canvas but she was doing science at the same time as color correction like janessa senku confirmed yeah it's insane insane crazy so crazy but also we we just gotta gush over friends sometimes we do have to gush over friends Janessa's great yeah she's amazing okay so then there's just more like them hanging out them getting to know each other props to the creators and also cloverworks for creating an entirely different anime that isn't even their art style mm-hmm. in this to base other cosplays off of like that was excellent yes yeah yeah yeah. having having anime within anime to reference anime yes just the amount of work that went into this man it's so good it's insane yeah i absolutely love it also we get introduced to new friends you Mm -hmm. get the tiny lolly character that's actually older than both gojo and Marin, and then her younger sister, which is taller than everyone, and also mm. curvaceous. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then seeing the amount of work that goes into their cosplays, and like seeing how they all get together. Also, 
I got teary eyed over the sister actually doing her cosplay and like seeing how excited everybody got over it and seeing her reaction. Mm -hmm. That was so fucking sweet, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this, this show has a, a consistent message throughout it of gender hobbies are not gendered basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's one thing that cosplay in general has had as part of its elements for a long time. Um, Cosplay has always been about like gender bent characters of um, girls dressing up as boys, boys dressing up as girls, because it is just who the character that you're enamored with at the time or a character that is really, I don't know, you really enjoy their content of or whatever, and you can dress up as them no matter who they are. Mm-hmm. whether it's even like i don't know a robot that doesn't have a gender like it doesn't matter you know um and this show kind of took that theme and and ran with it the, the manga took that theme and ran with it and this is another really good example of that of um a very curvaceous young woman um who's who's very busty and and um you know got a lot of hips got a lot of butt and how to make herself look masculine mm-hmm. and um and it had some really good tips and tricks of like padding out the shoulders um how to bind properly because that is important you know do, do your research on binding if you're going to bind because you can do some damage to yourself mm-hmm. um and uh and also just like dressing up as a character that you want to dress up and and being confident in that that time to dress up yeah 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 don't don't gatekeep cosplay don't gatekeep anything but no especially whenever it's something that somebody's passionate about don't do that yes yeah we're here to spread love yeah um and uh yeah i don't know i i really enjoy i I personally enjoy the element of girls can be more of a fan of anime than guys can which Mm -hmm. is something that i have personally experienced as well that i have had those conversations of like oh what are you into oh i like anime i bet you don't even know anime like what anime do you like sailor moon and it's like well yes but also (laughs) (laughs) you know um because i have had those conversations of of having to prove that i like anime them not just taking it at face value Mm -hmm. you know yeah and it's one of those things to where with the streaming friend group i talked to the people in there Mm. and it baffles them the amount of anime that you and I have watched. Mm-hmm. Like you and I are probably at over a year combined between the two of us. Because mm-hmm. I'd say we're both well over the seven month mark each. <laughs> yeah. This podcast has a lot to do with that. But, yeah. Yeah. But we've watched yeah, a shit ton of anime. We've watched so fucking much. But with that being said, that's why it baffles people with how much we've watched because Mm. it's one of those things where nobody ever really sits down to think about it and especially like you said in your case with being a girl like there's a stigma to it to where whenever Mm -hmm. you can actually just flop your knowledge on the table and be like look here bitch i've seen more than you have (laughs) yeah and i feel like there's there's also a level of stereotype with with guys that watch anime as well because it's like for the longest time like you guys like you guys had the reputation of like oh if you're a guy that watches anime then that must mean that you you know don't leave your house ever that you've never interacted with a female that you've you're one of those people that naruto run in the hallways and hiss at people yeah and it's like sometimes we all just want a naruto run and it's fine 
Yeah, like, I mean, it, like that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No. It's just for some reason, and especially at a young age, it's like mm. we discussed whenever we talked about a silent voice and things along like that. Kids are fucking assholes. They are. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that that things get a bad rep, and if left unchecked, then it can carry a lot of stigma carrying on. So it's one of those things where just let people like what they like and love what they love. Exactly. Um, and uh, and this show, as I think, it's just a good message for that of of you can be a guy and you can like fashion and dolls and sewing, and you can be a girl and you can be super into hypersexual mm-hmm. anime games play games if that's what you want to be into and you're good at it mm-hmm. then go for it you know and I, yeah i do feel like this show is pretty pretty empowering for like the girls can be sexual creatures too we're not all innocent you know not like oh i would never you know like, yeah it, mm, that's one of those things that i found as a as a trait that is supposedly attractive in ladies that aggravates me of this level of like i like him innocent i like him virginal Mm -hmm. you know and it's like that's it's very um women are products and a used product is not as good as a as a new one you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah um and i feel like this show is very good at being like nah i i can be a young woman and be about my own sexuality and i think that's Mm -hmm. important thing to show teenagers yes and it's definitely one of those things to just show and just to really get the message across of, you know, everybody deserves acceptance over Mm -hmm. what they like and just be kind. Don't be a dick. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So like I said, I do think that there is that conversation to be happening about whether or not we should be doing this with teenage characters, Mm. but um, I feel like we kind of went over that. Um, Okay. So second cosplay, we've done one. Then there's more just embarrassing swimsuit situations. (laughs) So embarrassing swimsuit situations, um, embarrassing bathroom situation. Oh my god! Yeah, okay, accidental that one, bathroom situation. That one was also like I don't understand what was going. I understand that he was like, "There's a stranger in the house. Who is it?" But also, don't like could have knocked. But also, he didn't know. He thought the house was being robbed because oh, again, but, he didn't know. But like, does he really think that his Gramps is that dumb? Like, that's an insult to Gramps. Mate, m- my grandmother's in the other room. Mm-hmm. If she just randomly told me that I had a friend over, I'd be like, mm, excuse me. Especially considering the anime is set in modern day. If you have a friend over, they're probably texting you, hey, I'm coming over. Yeah, and he doesn't have friends. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, he, he was doing what he thought was best, but at the same time. Just knock, just to be sure. Oh, yes. Alert the intruder that you're there. They were in the bathroom. They weren't doing shit. He could have like stood How did outside. He, know? he could have hid around the corner outside of the bathroom and waited because they'd have to come out eventually if they were in the bathroom. And what are they going to do in the bathroom? Steal the sink? The Great Sink Bandit. <laughs> the Great the sink, sink Bandit of 2022. <laughs> uh, the, the Sink Burglar. <laughs> I'm going to drain the world of all the sinks. <laughs> <laughs> much to steal in a bathroom i don't know there's a washer and dryer in there could try to steal the shower (laughs) what what better way to give somebody the old fuck you than to make sure that they can never get clean (laughs) when they're gonna hide it 
steal all the towels. That way they can never be dry. You know, you can just, things just dry on their own. Yeah, but inconvenience. I will mildly inconvenience you. That's that's a whole burglar type. Just going in th- into your place and just mildly inconveniencing you. You know, funnily enough, we were having a conversation that was similar to this in my English class in school because we were talking about this this article that was written about graffiti of being like, is graffiti artwork? No, graffiti is not artwork because it is always vandalism. Mm-hmm. And my thought then went to, because then we were talking about, well, yeah, but if people like the graffiti, then is it really vandalism because then it's art, even if they did it without permission? And so then I started thinking about like, you know how you get like broken windows? I was like, mm-hmm. what if you go up to somebody's house and you fix their broken window? That's vandalism because you didn't get their consent. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. But that's, but, so, but I it's, mean, I guess technically that's destruction of property considering is. you're changing their property. You could be arrested for that. Very, very weird gray area. <laughs> right? Yeah. So so that was, because, yeah, that was a whole conversation with graffiti. And my point was, but windows. <laughs> but windows. Maybe she was trying to steal the window. I, I, was there a window in that? I don't remember the interior of the bathroom. I don't know. I didn't ask. Moving on. So then- <laughs> Shopping montage. <laughs> oh, this was cute. And it was him getting really embarrassed because he's like, uh, I don't feel comfortable in this. This is not what I normally wear. Uh, but she's just like, he looks adorable and everything. And I have a huge crush. Yes. Just, oh my God. Just that whole scene. That just, oh, I love that. Because whenever she's like, at first you think even she's just like, no, no, this isn't it. And then it just goes full on pink background with the hard eyes. Like, I love him. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, it's really cute how she realizes that she has feelings for him pretty mm -hmm. decently early, like the middle of the anime kind of. Um, She realizes that she has feelings for him and there's no like back and forth of, oh, I shouldn't like him or whatever. It's just, no, I have feelings for him. So I'm going all out. And uh, it was, it's a really nice change of pace. I feel like quite often you get that wavering character, but she's like, no, I realized I have feelings for him. So this is it then. (laughs) And it's one of those things to where I guess the reason it just gave me so much joy is because it's not a true rom-com in Mm. like the full rom-com sense of the full on back and forth. Like you talked about, like, do I like him? Why shouldn't I like him? Mm. Also how they give you the thing of where it's like, even in my brain, I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to turn this into a harem anime. And I then they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, thank God, my heart. I don't think I could have withstood that. It was actually, they. I think they did that very well because the they established very quickly that, um, I can't remember her name. Juju is pretty much her cosplay name. Yeah. That she recognized that Marin had feelings for him, mm-hmm. like within their first meeting. Yeah. And. She that was she just went cool. They're a thing. We're good. And you then you get a glimpse of worry, but it's all goes back to like mm, no, we're good. Like those two are a thing. I'm fine in my own lane. I'm dealing with my sister. Like I have fa- mm-hmm. like family relationships that I need to be working on. Yeah. And um and it was one of those things where I feel like it was really really nice because in anime you don't often get a supportive female character to the female love interest. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, you end up with that, like, girls catfighting over a guy vibe, which feels very not 2022, you know? Yeah. 
Um, and this was really nice. It was girls supporting girls as being a, a theme throughout this whole anime, which is great. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. I I can't stop swooning over the show, man. Mm. So fucking good. Yeah, so. Marn gets a tan. Which is very odd. <laughs> yeah, very, very odd. And also how she teases him over that particular cosplay as to why she got a tan. Mm. And just his reaction that it was gold. Mm-hmm. So much gold. Also, then we get to the love hotel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the the character that she's cosplaying as is a succubus. If you don't know what a succubus is, it is a sex demon. There's a succubus and incubus. Succubus is the feminine. Incubus is masculine. And they enter your dreams and feed off of your dreams and kill you through draining your sexual energy. I, I was going to say they're a real thing. They're not like, it's not like they're a real thing. They're just like a thing that is established outside of this storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she is cosplaying the succubus. So they're going to go to a location to shoot these photos and they end up at a love hotel because she didn't check what the description of the thing was. She just, oh, I can do photo shoots there. It's a good like room. Yes, we'll go. Oh, it's a love hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh-huh yeah continue <laughs> so then they have many flirtations and they're freaking out for a while but then they end up doing the shoot anyways because they're paying a fee every hour that they're there so they're just like we're well, mm-hmm. get it done and and so they're taking all these photos and then um he's like ah we need to get this this photo of you singing this lullaby that's like an iconic scene in the manga um and we need to recreate that um and they can't get it right so he's like i think i need to do it from his perspective so i need to do it from the character's perspective so if i lie down and you get on top of me then we can recreate this photo and then i skipped but why would you do that because i got uncomfortable it was adorable (laughs) It it was uncomfortable i was genuinely curious how much you would skip of this show and it seems like you skipped about what I thought you would skip. Yeah. Anyway, the phone call in the room happens. They're like, hey, you need to get out of the room. And so um, they get out of the room. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the last episode is another cliche. Um, we have, oh, my God, I forgot to do my homework and it's the end of summer. Um, oh, my God, there's a firework festival, Hanabi festival. How am I going to do both? Ah, oh, you have to teach me to do my homework. Ah, accompany me to the Hanabi Festival. Cliche. And, but... You can't have a rom-com or a romance in general without a Hanabi Festival. Agreed. And I do think that this one had cause for having it more Mm -hmm. than... I mean, obviously, it's a huge thing to have a Hanabi Festival at the end of summer and everything. But Gojo is obsessed with the Hina dolls who wear these yukatas and and kimonos and stuff and like that's his like for the longest time that was his definition of beauty was these these dolls and like and that is like the the thing the epitome in his mind of like beauty and so to not have her be in a yukata throughout the show and for him to like die over it would have been a disgrace Mm -hmm. it had to have happened so it was very sweet also Mm -hmm. The Hina dolls. Did mm. you get major Chihayafuru vibes from that, or was that just me? I did get a little bit of Chihayafuru's. I also got 
a horror which there's there's one more romance that this reminded me of and then there was a horror that the Hina dolls remind me of as well but the the romance oh I think they're connected because it's what's that anime about the girl who was always compared to the girl from the ring I have no clue what you're talking there's about there's a romance anime I'm gonna find it um <laughs> believe it or not I watched a romance anime on my own what the hell has gotten into you I know who are you and what have you done with blue um she died and went to school oh okay makes sense makes sense yeah oh went to school and then died but you know same thing close enough um why am i seeing match of the day sorry that's a football thing uh where is it oh um uh i will send you this it's uh kimi ni todoke from me to you you might recognize the screenshot i have seen that cover so I have not actually seen it. That's that is a very two thousands animation style. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So it. Yeah. So she's Sako is um, like any other high school girl who wants to make friends and be useful. The only problem is she bears a worrying resemblance from Sadako from The Ring, because of her reputation. People are not only terrified of her, but small dogs bark in fear at her presence. In fact, the only person in school who will talk to her is her class, her lively class hottie Kaza Haya. And it's a romance, and the two of them fall together. But yeah, she's called Sawako. The people who she's always compared to, uh, the person who she's always compared to is Sadako. Um, and uh, it's uh, she has social anxiety, all that kind of stuff. She I, is, yeah. And I want to watch it. Yeah, this character dynamic is the reverse of dress up darling because she's the shy socially awkward one, and he's the bubbly main. So this is very much more of the stereotypical romance that my dress of darling is doing the character reversal play off mm-hmm. of. but still with your typical rom-com it would be the male that's the lead and she seems like she's yeah, definitely the lead so it's still mm-hmm. a different twist on it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that at least makes it a little bit lively yeah um and i think there's a second season to this as well if i can remember correctly but i've i've only seen the first season mm. yes there is a second season Oh, interesting. Second season's only one core. This one's two core. All right. And then can we can we talk about the end credit scene? Yes, we can. Okay, so credits roll and then um we're back. Do you wanna do you do you wanna take it? Because it's cute. I fucking cried. <laughs> I cannot express how much joy this show gave me. I cannot express like mm-hmm. what this last scene did for me. I expected this scene from the first time mm-hmm. that she knew that she had fallen in love with him. Mm-hmm. But still, just seeing it, like just seeing him like drift off to sleep and then her just being like, hey, I love you like that. Just. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And love with a capital L as well. It was like not like it was love. It was very cute. It was one of those scenes where you're sitting there and you're going, "Is he gonna? Is he gonna crack open an eye? Is he? Is he really asleep? Is he really, really asleep?" And then it ends, and you're just sitting there being like, "No, he was really asleep." Well, I feel like it would have cheapened it if he had actually been awake for that. Mm. Like for me, that probably would have ruined it in yeah. a way. Like where it was at and everything, and like even how it kept to it long enough to where I guess she was like, "Well, that was a waste because he actually is asleep." Mm. And then she's just like. I'll talk to you next time. And then that's where it ends with like a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. Like I, I cannot express 
just how much of a perfect ending that was for a show that still has more to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I, there, this is definitely one of those moments that does kind of cock tease you in the, <laughs> I shouldn't use that so casually, but like it does, <laughs> it does though. Um, in like the relationship dynamic, I've seen it a lot in a lot of different animes, how they don't really have the, you know, you don't get that kiss. You don't get that, that, understanding of a relationship that dynamic that's set off quickly into it and there is absolutely a cultural reason as to why that is because obviously pda that kind of stuff isn't as mm-hmm. openly spoken about in japan as it is over here and it isn't as widely shown in entertainment so i feel like movies tv shows that kind of stuff here are so much more fast paced when it comes to relationship content so when you can watch an anime sometimes it can seem frustrating that you're not getting the um establishment quick enough um Mm. but it's just the way that it goes and i it's kind of expected but this one does a a very good job of of making sure that you understand both the characters feelings and why they are not rushing into things as quickly as they as you would see over here Mm. and uh and i actually really like that gojo kind of is starting to learn to understand his feelings because she's kind of like emotionally developed from the beginning she kind of knows how to identify her own emotions when she's first established he doesn't he slowly as he goes through starts to recognize feelings that he's feeling for what they are and Mm -hmm. um just as we get to the the last episode you kind of get to see him really kind of come to terms with his own own feelings uh, Mm -hmm. by which point she's already at the point of being able to openly speak about them so she's that much further than he is in the progression and so i think that's another reason why it works that he wasn't awake at the time because he's not in the same like i'm not saying that his feelings don't equate to the same as what hers does but he's not mentally in the same understanding of his own feelings that she is and also he's very much like it's established from early on that he will only say something's beautiful like if he means it from the heart mm. so he's not one of those to where like if he had actually been awake for that mm-hmm. then i don't think he truly could have reciprocated that because it almost would have felt forced yeah just for the sake of doing it so i think that he still has some growth to be done mm. and i can't wait to see that growth happen because he dude's grown a lot throughout the show and dude went from somebody who had never looked people in the face let alone a girl to where after he spent so much time with marin that he's able to actually start to make the faces on the hina dolls properly Mm -hmm. because he's used to doing her makeup and like looking her in the eyes and being able to figure out things like that Mm -hmm. more yeah so it's the level of growth and the way that everything is done in the show, the way that it's paced, it's paced beautifully. Mm-hmm. Like everything is so just drawn out to a T mm-hmm. and just the way that everything is framed and done. Like, again, I feel like the reason that it brought me to tears wasn't even so much the moment of her like professing her love, mm-hmm. but just the way that that's shot and framed Like, the animation on that is just, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know why it makes me feel the way that I do, but just Mm -hmm. the way that that's done, the way that it's shaded, the way that everything is portrayed is just absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. And everything just kind of hit all at one moment, the background music, everything. Like, it just got me full in my feels, and then boom, everything was presented, and then I was like, I can't handle these emotions Mm -hmm. right now, I'm crying. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was very cute. It was a very cute moment. But just overall, like I, I can't shut up about the show. I can't. Which it has become very apparent for the past 12 weeks and for this episode I've been clamoring for. And even after this episode, I probably won't shut the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I apologize profusely beforehand. But with that being said, great fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's really, really, really good show. I want to know what you're going to rate it. Do I even have to say it? Is that a 10 out of 10 for you? It's a 10 out of 10. Not only is it 10 out of 10, but I refuse. We're going to have a split fucking anime of the year this year. I can already guarantee it because this is taking my anime of the year. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Well, okay then. Okay. It's only April. This is going up April 3rd and I don't give a shit. This is taking my (laughs) anime of the year. There is nothing scheduled to come out this year that could come even close. Chainsaw Man, you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) But I'm still so excited for Chainsaw Man. (laughs) I... I'm very conflicted on how to rate this. All right. I think I'm going to go with the consensus of the general populace and give it an 8.5. Give it a 9. Give it a 9.5. Give it a 10. (laughs) This is not my typical genre of entertainment. I enjoyed this despite that. I did have some laugh out loud moments. I binged the whole thing. Something is holding me back from giving it more than that, though. But the fact that you managed to binge it, this is the first romance that I've ever had you watch to where I feel like you've been able to stomach it all in one sitting without complaint. I don't, hmm, I, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm stuck at 8.5. I might think on it though, because I didn't really think about what I was going to score it up until this point. I just kind of realized that we had to school them again it's been a while um, uh-huh yeah so i might sit on it and think on it and i'll see next week if i revisit and, and change my mind but having from watched it all in one go to where i'm sitting at now i think what i'm i'm what i'm thinking of is i wish it was too core i want more content that's, <laughs> i think that's where i'm at then raise your then raise your score because you obviously want more so it did something right but that's but that's why i'm like i want more content because i don't know how i feel about it yet you know it's uh, like when you eat one you know when you eat food and the whole time you're eating it you're like i don't know if i like it or not but you still eat the whole thing uh-huh that's how i'm feeling right now oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i get it i 100 percent get where you're coming from i just had to give shit because it wouldn't be me if i didn't no yeah okay so if you like blue she's got plug things like mm. instagram and twitter at blue lavender stm i am on the twitch at twitch.tv forward slash brad carter gaming that he is and instagram under the same handle not the twitch part just the brad carter Gaming. Part. yes yeah and we have uh instagram and twitter for the podcast at bnb anime or also on youtube at bnb anime as well if you are happen to be listening to this episode while you're on youtube and you want to listen to the next episode right away uh, you can do that because we release the audio versions on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. one week before the YouTube videos go up. So, um, yeah, subscribe to us on all platforms if you're on them, whichever platform you're listening on. Um, and if you're on YouTube, drop things in the comments. We've asked uh, questions throughout the episode. We like to know the answers to those questions that we've asked. If you're not listening on YouTube and can't just drop in the comments, hit us up in those DMs because we do check them. We've had quite a few recently and we love to hear from you. We also want recommendations of anime that we should cover, whether that be something that is coming out right 
right now or something that is an old favorite of yours. We want to know. That being said, Brad and I are just two idiots with no qualifications and our opinions may differ from yours. So if you have your own thoughts and opinions, like I said before, hit us up in those comments and or DMs. And please don't hold it against us if you, if you disagree with what we said, like I said before, we're just two idiots. That is 100% it. I can't even form a coherent sentence about this episode other than it's great, 10 out of 10. So, mm. you know, take take my take my words with a grain of salt, but also what she said seriously reach out to us let us know like the individuals that corrected me about jujutsu kaisen thank you because mm. again it showed me that i am stupid so i like to be corrected on my stupid mm. and also they were so nice about it such lovely people reaching out to us i love it mm. that it that's it all right so thank you all so much for listening blue and i greatly appreciate it next week slow loop also blue's episode of anime island coming out before next week's thing we mm. gotta record that me too. So be prepared to listen to whatever three anime Blue decides to take with her to a deserted island. Yeah, I'll have to think on that because I haven't decided yet. You waited until the very last moment to think about that then. Yeah. All right. But until then, <laughs> we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.